Yes, peace and love to everyone that loves and tunes in to the Kenyan podcast. How are you doing? How are you feeling? Welcome to another great episode of the Kenyan podcast, the number one trending and topical issues podcast in the 254. And of course, you can always connect with us on our social media handles on Twitter at Kenyan Podcast. In case you also want to shoot us an email, you are welcome to do so. You can write to us, kenyanpodcast at gmail.com. Of course, we are interactive as well on Instagram. Uh, Facebook as well as on TikTok. You can also uh, hit us up and let us know how it is going for you and how is it, uh, you know, that you are feeling at this uh, particular podcast when you tune in. Uh, what are some of your most popular episodes of the Kenyan podcast? Because we appreciate your feedback and we highly value your feedback. That is why uh, we are always here looking forward to connect and engage with you uh, in matters to do with our Kenyan uh, nation and, uh, of course, in case you are tuning in from the diaspora, you are also much welcome, whether it be it that you are in the USA, in Canada, in India, you might be also in the UK, wherever you might be at, we want to appreciate you and thank you so much. And of course, even for those with an interest or curiosity about Kenya, you don't necessarily have to be a Kenyan, you might just be an individual that is particularly uh, interested uh, with Kenya or with Africa and you're just curious on what's going on and you just happen maybe even to stumble onto the Kenyan podcast on Spotify or Google podcast, we do get to appreciate it because uh, this is a podcast that is just for you. We uh, seek to provide value and of course we seek to also enlighten, entertain, inform and also challenge. That is why uh, we do it each and every other Tuesdays and Thursdays when you catch up with these episodes of the Kenyan podcast. So much welcome in Swahili. We do say karibu nisana. Uh, we always get to delve into different issues. Sometimes we get into sports, into business, into politics, into economics. But today will be a little bit different. We shall be delving into literature. And now I'm talking about Kenyan literature or rather at large African literature. Uh, by Kenyan authors that we shall be shedding spotlight on. And at the end of the day, you might actually just happen to realize that uh, maybe you have been sleeping on some of uh, these uh, Kenyan authors because uh, if you have not uh, been uh, quite passionate or uh, interested about uh, Kenyan literature, uh, you will just happen to find out that uh, there is a whole lot of uh, Kenyan literature that is very much well embraced and appreciated even outside uh, the 254. We are talking about our uh, great authors for today. We have picked out uh, just a few of them. We shall not be talking about every other great author uh, for today's broadcast or episode. We shall be focusing on Grace Ogot. Uh, we shall also be shedding spotlight on Margaret Ogola and uh, of course Ngugi Wathiongo. These are the three artists, sorry, three authors that we are actually uh, shed in a uh, spotlight on and if in case you're talking about even getting uh, these uh, prizes the top literature prizes uh, we have had Angogi Wadiongo actually been um, mentioned a few times you know enough times and we always keep on wondering why do these uh, top uh, literature prizes go to other uh, writers and not coming home here to Kenya uh, to Ngugi Wadiongo, I believe uh, the, 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 the literature prize uh, last year went to a Tanzanian uh, author who was uh, brought, uh, brought, uh, born and brought up in, uh, in, in Zanzibar. But right now he is actually, um, uh, he, he actually did move to Britain. But uh, today we are focusing on Kenyan authors, Kenyan writers 
uh, who have done us are pretty proud. And talking about uh, Grace Ogot. Now, Grace Ogot is one of the most uh, prolific uh, Kenyan authors. And she has authored so many so many books. And uh, I'm talking about uh, many novels. And uh, I believe even uh, plays that she did. Uh, for example, there is uh, The Other Woman. There is also The Land Without Thunder by Grace Ogot. There is also uh, The Graduate by Grace Ogot. We also do have The Green Leaves by Grace Ogot. And I would say when it comes to how we, how we recognize or how good how we appreciate our heroes in Kenya, I would say for us as a Kenyan people, we do not give uh, people their flowers while they are still alive. You will find many Kenyans waiting until our lenses or our icons have passed on. That is when people will put up their names and their images and their quotes and uh, their books on, on social media, on their Facebook, talking about, oh, he was great, she was great, this and that. But I believe it's like we should change that particular perspective and that particular kind of a behavior uh, we have as a Kenyan people because it's not the first time that I'm, I have noticed this kind of a trend or this kind of uh, uh, normalcy where people just wait, even for actors. You know, I have seen recently uh, the passing on of an actor uh, who was, uh, in my regards, an icon uh, in because he acted on Vyoza Mahakamani for a long time. And even even before that, we did have uh, uh, Mzeo Juang, you know, who was also another icon in terms of uh, acting. And he was on our screens almost, I think, every Tuesday and Thursday as well. Can't remember the dates where the program was airing on a KBC. But when he passed on, you know, people would still not celebrate him as much as he's supposed to. I have always said that in other countries, and I give the perfect example of Russia, they even have a special cemetery, and not just, I'm not saying that you should be, have a special cemetery, but I'm saying there is a special place even for their, their, their nobles or their heroes, and uh, even for uh, scholars, and uh, for others, for poets, for um, scientists, you know. They have a special place where, and also their families are quite taken care of by the government because they have made the nation proud and they have contributed not only to sciences but even to arts. And I, I am talking about the treatment or how well these people are treated even by the government itself. Not not just a society but even that the government has an important role in making sure that these people are being taken care of very well because they have made the country, they have made their contribution in the country and they are icons in their own way. But... I will not be talking about Russian poets and where they are <laughs> buried, <laughs> all our Kenyan actors or actresses or writers and, 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 and you know, their warfare, welfare, how it has been taken care of or has, has been neglected. But I am here to talk about the authorship and also the role of uh, the great Kenyan authors in terms of their contribution to our education about life because the others you know when you are a writer you are a mirror of the society if you're an artist you are also a mirror of the society and in case you want to know more about society a given society you should read the work of the author even if it's fictional work you'll find that uh, it, it also draws it also shares what happens in society and this is what we can see uh, with our books by grace or god you know she has written many many books uh, some are short stories and uh, I would say that she has also her literary style because which is I will I'm not I'm not a, 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 a literary critique, uh, 
or at least I am not a qualified uh, literary critic. But what I can say is that her literary style, you know, uh, was uh, quite unique in the way she put uh, she put across her, uh, her stories. And the thing is, there is also another Kenyan art uh, Kenyan writer, uh, Binyavanga, who also passed on uh, who passed on uh, uh, the late Binyavanga, who passed on, I believe, about two or three years ago. Can't really, really quite recall. And there is what Binyavanga has said about writing about Africa, right? African writers, how they are supposed to write and how they paint Africa. They paint it as mostly as a backward place and they do it because they have also been taught writing by the European and the European have made sure that Africa is, is, is a normally written about in a negative light most of the time. But for uh, for 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 Grace Ogot, she did not lean towards that particular kind of a side, making it seem as if Africa is 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 way backward and everything is going wrong in Africa. In regard, you know, that is not what she did uh, in her style or in her embracing of um of of literary devices. Uh, she also made sure that she was she was realistic in the way she put it. But she was also not tending towards that particular kind of a negativity that you would have seen with other writers. So I would uh, implore you to read uh, her books, uh, The Other Woman. You can also read uh, The Land Without Thunder. You can also read a book known as The Graduate. And you can also read uh, The Green Leaves, you know. And I would say that women, talking about women in uh, literature, in Kenya, women have made a special contribution. And... <laughs> I always uh, do get to tend to agree to the fact that that women that women are, are are more, you know, when it comes to creativity, I would say in the creative field you would find sometimes more women than men, but then again the spotlight is always shown on on on, on men, and then uh, these are women and their contribution in our literature is also downplayed, especially in Africa. But I would say. Grace Ogot, you know, she passed on um, years back, but uh, her works will live and her stories will be told uh, so many years and uh, to many other generations that are also coming back, are, are coming up. We do have the likes of other Kenyan women writers, for example, uh, Margaret Ogola. We shall be talking about Margaret Ogola in a short while. We do have Moana Kupona. We do have Charity Wachiuma. We have Yvonne Atiambo Awol. And these are women that have made a special and a great contribution uh, to Kenyan literature and to African literature at large. Uh, Kenya is uh, considered second place or maybe even perhaps third place because Nigeria has been seen to be a land where, you know, they, they get to embrace, you know, their, 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 their writers and their authors. And uh, there is also a whole lot of uh, literature that have been written by the West African uh, people of the West African nation. And therefore, Kenya is considered uh, maybe perhaps second place or that place after Nigeria and South Africa. And we also do have writers from Egypt. You know, so many of them from Egypt. In Egypt, there is also a very uh, big book fair that is held every other year uh, where people get to come from Kenya, from South Africa, from all parts of the world and even the Arabic world uh, to go and uh, be involved in uh, getting uh, these books from uh, Egypt. But I'm talking about the contribution of our women uh, in our literature. It has been big, but it has also been overshadowed by men's uh, contribution. So talking about uh, Margaret Ogola, Margaret Ogola is also another great icon. And uh, she has written many books, uh, including The River and the Source. And the only time many people get to interact with these books is uh, when they are made to study in uh, literature, the literature classes. 
uh, and there is what we call uh, the, 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 the compulsory books, you know, that you're supposed to um, read. And uh, during my time, or before my time, uh, there was The River and the Source, which was a book which was um, the recommended book for literature in schools. And The River and the Source is 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 a wonderful book we do hope that uh we shall get a segment sometimes even with uh literature and those enthusiasts uh to be to be able to come and join us on the kenyan podcast and i uh, do a bit of a review of some of uh, these books but i would say um writing in africa uh, on on africa writing on africa just like abin Evanga would say there are already like the presets, what you can call a presets, all things that have already been predefined, so that that is a path that you can only follow. And if you are the author who is that keen on following these um the the the, the, the template, you know that has been said by these other European writers, then you will have a very very big problem problem expressing yourself and being authentic authentic in your writing, uh, simply because there is already a mindset that has been instilled in you. But uh, Margaret Ogola went past this. You know, Margaret Ogola is also another great uh, uh, writer uh, who went uh, past this. Remember, this is a Kenyan podcast. Uh, and of course, on the Kenyan podcast, like I did say, we seek your engagement. Uh, may you continue to interact with us on our program and on our podcast uh, using our social media handles. On Facebook, it's a Kenyan podcast. On Twitter, at Kenyan podcast. On Instagram, Kenyan podcast. And also on tiktok someone might wonder why we call ourselves a kenyan podcast it's like a podcast without a name it's not a podcast without a name this is actually the official kenyan podcast you know there are many other interesting podcasts that you can listen to but this is the official kenyan podcast uh, it's not like we do not have a name or have not chosen and considered names we have we would have called ourselves many other things but we are the official kenyan podcast and we purpose very, very soon to also be able to engage with guests right here on the show. In case you would like to be a guest on our Kenyan podcast, please shoot us an email, kenyanpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can also slide uh, into our DM on Instagram or Twitter. And uh, we will be glad to hear from you and see how we can be able to schedule that up. And, uh, you know, get to hear from you as well because this is only made possible uh, because of your listenership and also because of your active participation as well. We do not just want to have passive listeners. We also want to have active listeners that ask questions, that engage with us. And also we are working on uh, creating our official website, which will be uh, the KenyanPodcast.com very, very soon. When we all get into launch it, uh, we shall also be letting everyone know. In case you haven't also subscribed to our YouTube channel, please make sure you do search for the Kenyan Podcast on YouTube. You will find us there. And also turn on notifications so that when we are uh, putting up or uploading the new content or even going live, uh, you would be able to know that we are there and that we are connecting as the Kenyan Podcast family. We shall be taking a short break. When we come back, we shall be talking about more uh, Kenyan others and uh, that have put us on the map globally we shall be talking about the one and only ngogi wationgo whose contribution is uh so 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 big and uh, even his children have also followed up in the path uh, of their father and uh, they are doing exploits as well in the literary field we shall be right back after this short break <music> Yes.
Yes, welcome back to the Kenyan podcast, your number one training and topical issues podcast in the 254. Uh, we also do get to divide sometimes and talk about specific issues or specific matters uh, with the aim of getting to enlighten, to inform, to inspire, and uh, also to engage and challenge. That is what we get to do right here on the Kenyan podcast with yours truly. You can always find us on our Twitter at Kenyan Podcast and there. You can always engage with us on any other matter. I do believe Kenyans really do get to enjoy politics. We are not always talking about or discussing politics on the Kenyan podcast, but we get to reflect on other matters. And today is quite different. We are reflecting on Kenyan authors or Kenyan literature icons that have put Kenya on the map in all positive aspects and represented us even worldwide. We do have the one and only Nguki Wathiongo, of course, right now, um, he has been he has been a professor, uh, a, 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 a lecturer at uh, the university uh, in the USA. But I would take us all the way back because Prof, Professor Nguki Wathiongo did get to write uh, even uh, plays. And there was one particular play uh, which was uh, known as uh, I Will Marry When I Want. <laughs> uh, in Kikuyu, it's Agahikadeda. Uh, and this particular play was actually banned. <laughs> it was banned uh, during uh, Moe's uh, era and uh, for some reasons, you know. But then again, he had, he had, he had, he had, he had uh, some political assertions, uh, I do believe, and uh, connotations in, in it, or political undertones in it. And therefore, the, 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 the government, you know, back then did not want... Uh, that particular kind of uh, people being awakened up, even through plays, and uh, it was banned. But uh, as recent as last year, I understand uh, there were people or production houses that were doing the play and brought it back to life. But Ngogi Wadiongo has written many books, and uh, I would say uh, one of the books that I really do love uh, from Ngogi Wadiongo is uh, The River Between. You know, The River Between. He gets to talk about different things that are show us the tradition of. Uh, the people of our central Kenya, the Kiku people, uh, for example, the initiation rites or the initiation ceremonies uh, of uh, the boys, involving the boys, the circumcision, and uh, of course the responsibility of the African man and, uh, you know, in taking care of the household and other different facets of life and tradition and uh, cultures and norms with the society uh, which are painted in uh, an, an unelearned way uh, just to make sure that the audience, sorry, the, 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 the readers are able to grasp, you know, life uh, in those particular times. And even in the current times that we are living in, uh, we also do have a book known as uh, Dreams, in a time, Dreams in a Time of War. And uh, these also just to show how sometimes um, because of challenges and uh, because of uh, instability, uh, dreams sometimes get to become shattered. I would say Ngogi Wadiongo has been mentioned when it comes to names, you know, being uh, the, the names, being uh, mentioned uh, for nominations or even uh, the award of uh, uh, prizes, big uh, literary prizes or literature prizes. And we have always been disappointed. You know, for me, I do believe he has what it takes and he has a work in a magnitude just as any other writers uh, from the African continent that can actually be put on the table and speak on its own um, merit, you know, because the work speaks for itself. If I might uh, just say it uh, directly, uh, loosely translating it uh, in that way. And if we are talking about also icons that have also 
taken or flown the flag of African literature even outside our, our continent, then Ngogi Wadiongo is one of uh, these individuals that has done so and uh, he will continue to do so because even his sons have taken uh, the baton and they have also been writing. It's a good thing when you do have even, uh, you know, someone in the household uh, taking up the craft of the father and are uh, continuing uh, to do the great work. Just like, for example, with West Africa, we did have a fella Kuti um fella kuti sons also do music we do have femi kuti uh, who is also doing a wonderful afrobeat music and it's always a delight even not just with the arts but even with other careers you will find maybe a big uh, lawyer uh, whose sons or daughters have also taken up the career and they say that they will walk in their father's footsteps or in their mother's footsteps that is uh, absolutely a wonderful thing but yes i would challenge us as listeners of the kenyan podcast to make a point to read a book by either of these others i'm talking about grace or god uh, the late grace grace or god uh, the late margaret uh, ogola and I'm also talking about uh, Ngogi Wathiongo. Sometimes people just like even to, to mess around with uh, Ngogi Wathiongo, you know, making him trend on uh, Twitter, see if something has happened to him. But let the man be. <laughs> let the man be. He's alive and well. And I do hope that uh, he continues uh, with his great work uh, in his time. And even because, you know, his work is a classic. So even if, you know, in so many years, so many generations to come, we'll also get to enjoy uh, in his work nonetheless this has been the kenyan podcast as always we appreciate you for your support and uh, of course uh, we do hope to be able to keep on doing things for a long time and of course creating an impact a positive impact with our society right here in kenya and even beyond for those that have been supporting the net uh the the the, the podcast uh thank you so much uh, for those that have been sharing the links thank you so much for those that have been dropping their comments we appreciate you in any kind of a support we truly value and appreciate it and uh, we hope that you shall also spread the word to your friend and to your peoples about the kitchen podcast for me i am sending out it has been yours truly spikes till next time much peace and love i will say kwaheli Thanks for tuning in to the Kenyan Podcast.